You're listening to Lead On with Greg and Mark, brought to you by the Pennsylvania Association of Intermediate Units. Join us this season as we engage in conversations on leading on through times of complexity. Now for your hosts, Greg and Mark. Well, hello there. Does that music ever get old? It does never get old. I like the new hand clap. Oh, you like that? It is da, da, da. Oh, it's so good. Da, da, da. Hey, so uh, a long time ago in the galaxy. No, a long time ago. Far, I, far away. I was hooked on Google Reader. Do you remember Google Reader? Do you remember that? Google Reader. You're going to yeah. have to refresh my memory. So Google Reader doesn't exist anymore. I don't, I don't understand why they canceled it. Um, it was an RSS reader. Maybe because no one remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know what an RSS feed yes, is? It's yes. almost like how the podcasts get distributed to yes. Spotify or whatever, right, or right. To Apple. Play. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, so, an RSS is like... Um, upload. Right. It's like a unique identifier that uh, a data source uses to propagate across the internet, right? Got it. So, if, you, it. Run, if, you, if you had a newsletter or a website or a blog, people could subscribe to your RSS feed and an update to your website, your blog, or your podcast would appear in your RSS reader, like an email would appear in your inbox. I see. And the whole point was that instead of going to everybody's websites, you could subscribe to their website and the updates would come to you. I see. So I use something called Feedly now, but I guess Google thought, I don't know, 10 years ago that RSS feeds were dead. Um, and to some degree, they probably, well, I don't think they're dead, but people use Facebook and other things to, to subscribe to they, stuff. They use a different... Uh, right. And so when you subscribe to somebody on Facebook, you're getting their updates similar to how if you were to subscribe to their RSS feed. Anyway, why do I talk about this? When I was really um, hot on Google Reader 10, 15 years ago, this is from 2010. This is something that I literally have kept around for the last 13 years. And I look at it often. It's from May 31st by a guy named... Michael Ray Hopkin, and um, he references actually something that Mark Sanborn did. And I think that's actually probably where I, I found it first, probably from 2007. Mm-hmm. And these are questions that Mark Sanborn wrote um, for himself that he shared online on ways that um, questions to ask himself to help guide a life by that you live by design. All right. So these are right. questions. I right. refer to these often. I like it. It's only five questions. Five questions. Now, some of the questions have multiple parts. So... Think of these questions and then let's react to them. All okay. right. And okay. you, in the context of work, let's say, because this okay. is a podcast about leadership. Yep. So let's say it's Sunday night or Monday morning. First questions that you would ask yourself are, what will I learn this week? Identify what you need to learn, what you want to learn, and how you'll learn it. Growth and development rarely happen accidentally. So what will I learn this week? What do you think? So I think this is great. First of all, um, I've heard, you know, great. There's, there's a lot of studies out there saying that before you like on a Sunday night, yeah, it's a really good idea to write a list of what you're going to be accomplishing, accomplishing that next day. Yep. The other one is if you're leaving the work day at the end of the day at your desk, mm-hmm. if there are unfinished items or items you need to do for the following day, make a list right then so that when you come in fresh the next day, you can hit the ground running. Yeah, so I love I the intentionality here. Yeah, there's a truly t- a lot of intentionality. Right, like literally writing it down. I mean, I can't. So here's the irony. As much as I love this, I don't necessarily follow this 
um, religiously or, you know, prescriptively. But I do agree that growth and development rarely happen accidentally. And so I challenge you and I challenge myself. As you think about next week, what will you learn this week? And then it'll be interesting, right? If you write it down, it'll be curious. Will you be more inclined to pursue it? Especially as things start to unravel and the best laid plans kind of thing take over. I, I would say yes, because a lot of times we do try to remember these things. Um, and I'm good if it's one thing, but right, if it's two, three, four things you want to accomplish that next week, you're going to, you know, you might get the first two, but the third and fourth might escape your memory. So Related, uh, number two is what relationship will I improve? So number one was what will I learn this week? Number two, what relationship will I improve this week? Why? What relationship needs repair or nurturing? Think in terms of both who and how. So again, intentional, right? I think this is great. And, you know, and so many times we just think a relationship is damaged. Why bother trying to fix it? Um, and I just think in general, some, some people may be that way. If you can intentionally look at it and say, all right, this is a relationship I need to build, mm-hmm. work on. Um, I, I think that I think it could go a long way. This is what I actually do. I actually have lists of people that I know I need to check in with. And, if, and it's interesting to see if you look, put a little check mark next to each name, how many times you've checked in with that person or talked to that person, which people have the most checks and which people have the fewest checks. And it's it's a nudge to yourself. You got to check in with that person. And it might not be personal. It's not necessarily a referendum on what you think of that person. It could be maybe they're away or, or maybe they're working on a pot you don't want to impose or maybe they are self-sufficient. I really like that because I think sometimes you might have that high flyer who you think is just good all the time. You, you still need to check on them. Of course. And, and pro- provide that support, right? Or to be intentional and say, you know, the month of December, I'm going to check on this department, you know. Oh, well, there you go. Right. Um, not to say that you can ignore them for the other 11 months. I don't mean to imply that, but like this idea of intentionality in who you're going to talk to, because I think related to number one, left to your own devices and left to your own habits, you probably talk to the people that you see, right? Or the people that make you laugh, whatever, whatever the thing is, right? That's right. And and it's not always easy. If you have a, say, let's say it's a damaged relationship. Yeah. You're going to, in many cases, maybe stay away from that yeah. person or, you know, for, for a while. And this is, I, I like this. You, you, you actually make an intentional uh, choice to fix that relationship. Yeah, and to your point, the last sentence that we read was think in terms of both who and how. Who and how. So who who has a great relationship, how will I sustain it? Who has a not-so-great relationship, how will I improve it? And then don't forget about the ones in the bubble. Who do I have a neutral relationship with, and what do I do to move it in the right direction? Three, what problem will I address or avoid? Look for a problem that's looming on your horizon and head it off. We talked about this with the surfing episode. We did. Swimming out to the waves. The waves are where the the ocean is, you know, chaotic and perhaps unsafe. The surfer goes there. Uh, Here's the, as the leader, right, you know what's going on. So what's the challenge and the intentionality that you're bringing each week to finding a problem that you need to address or perhaps strategically avoid? Because not all problems to previous podcasts are our responsibility to solve. That's absolutely correct. And I think sometimes we feel as leaders that we have to assume all problems or, you know, handle all the problems. Yeah. There could be some that may work themselves out on their own uh, with some of your team members. I think that's a great way of looking at it. Do you do this? Do you, as you're driving home or you're driving to work or as you're sitting in your office or whatever you're doing, do you often 
think about or perseverate on problems that you know are out there and what are you going to do about it? Yes, all the time. So how do you how do you think it through in terms of which ones you're going to head off or which ones you're going to let simmer? I try to think of it as in my in my position what like let's say it's a, let's say it's something with our districts and it's at a superintendent level. Sure. It's obviously something that is is a priority yeah. for me. Um, there are others where I think sometimes it's at a supervisory level. Yeah. And I have directors. Yeah. You know who who can address that. So what that would come down to instead of me, if it say it's a supervisor, me dealing directly with the supervisor, I, I would work with that director on problem solving, whether it be damage control, uh, any any kind of thing strategically to help build those relationships. Um, that that's how I would I would intervene with the director there. Yeah, I like that. And you know sometimes things just go away. Sometimes things solve themselves. Right. right, right, exactly. So number one, just as a reminder, what will I learn this week? Two, what relationship will I improve this week? Three, what problem will I address or avoid this week? Number four, Greg, what, oh, go ahead, you go ahead. Okay, what opportunity will I seize? This so, week. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, this week. So too often we're fixated on our problems and miss our opportunities. Look for opportunities in the midst of challenges, struggles, and difficulties. They're out there. Yeah, I mean, I relate to this one, right? All, all the time. I mean, oftentimes I'm, I allow my week to be hijacked by problems that I didn't necessarily plan for or that I avoided uh, perhaps incorrectly. And now they've, the, the chickens have, what's the word come to roost or whatever the yeah, word is. That's right. It. That's it. Um, so with challenges come opportunities, right? And we always say that now it's not all the time, but you know, if there is some kind of challenge out there, it does provide an, it does provide an opportunity to do something great. Yeah. Or also, it, and I think it's a, it, being intentional and scheduling time to walk away from the challenges and focus on new opportunities, new innovations, creative problem solving, perhaps in trying to be innovative in another way, you discover the solution to a problem that's out there looming. Right. So I don't do that enough. Yeah. Do you schedule a lot of time in your calendar for quote innovation? Like, do you literally have like 30 minutes a day to read or to, to, to research things? I, I actually tried to, to schedule some time in the read, reading, but that never happens. Something it always gets. Don't you get hijacked, hijacked by other things, right? Because always, these are important. Like, uh, and, and do you feel a little guilty? Even the, the idea yeah. that you're going to sit your day and read for thirty minutes. Like, it's I like, do. It doesn't feel right, right? I There's do. so much going on. That's right. But isn't it mm-hmm. weird though, too? Though, like to play contrarian, the organization's counting on you to do that and counting on your directors to do that. Absolutely. Because if you're Absolutely. not doing it, then who is? Everybody else is doing the day to day. But but not right. only but like that's my point right yeah. like someone's got to be thinking about strategy and the next big thing. You want to take number five? Sure, number five. How will I increase my value this week? So think in terms of what you can do to increase your value to your employer, your customer, to, and your family. Uh, providing more value than you consume makes you a producer. I really like that it mentions not only your employer but also your customer and your family. Yeah, I love I think that. Right. That, look at those three different buckets right there. Right. I don't mean to call my family a bucket, but I'm just saying like, well, it's, a, it's, it's good. To, it's, it's a good. stakeholder group. Yeah, it's a, yeah. So I mean, it sounds weird to define it that way, mm-hmm. but it, I agree with you. So um, how might you increase your value at home? I'm, you know, with me, I think being present for me, that's, that's the whole thing. I, yeah. you know, you know what I started doing yeah. um, when someone starts to talk to me, if I'm on my phone, which inevitably a guilty pleasure, I look at my phone. I don't watch TV a lot. I watch sports, but uh, if my son or my daughter, you I text right away. You text back right away. Yeah. But I also have a watch, right? But I'll put the phone down if someone's talking to me. 
You know what I mean? As opposed to like, keep looking at the screen or or have it in my hand. I literally close the app that I'm on or whatever, like you know, push the button, put it to sleep, and put it down. Do you turn it over? Yeah, I put it down and I turn yeah. it over, and then I try to model or um, uh, indicate with body language that I hear you, I see you, and I'm engaged. So I I've been I've been great. trying to do that. I think that's great, and it's you know I have I have three kids at home, and a lot of times you'll see it, and there's. My wife and I are on our phones and our three kids on their phones. And it's all having parallel conversations, but not being there. Yeah. It's that Sherry Turkle alone so, together. Yeah. That's it. We're all together, but we're all alone. Yep. Um, so th- th- what about, what about, what about you either at work or with your friends in terms of value? I would say I probably do my best when I'm with my friends. I have a great friend network yeah. at home. And uh, I would say that's probably where I have the phone away the, the most. But for, forget about the phone, yeah. right? I mean, unless it's related, yeah. well, but I, just I in just, terms of yeah. adding value. Just adding value. So there's so much, I, you know, I look at the friend network and so much they've done for me over the years. And it's, it's just pretty cool how friends become family. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's an extension of your family. But don't you think that, like, here, I think here's an example of how we try to add value uh, for one another. I don't think we did it in response to this question, but I think it, it happens and perhaps we could fit it into this box. Mm-hmm. You and I text each other at least two or three times a day songs on Spotify. It's just songs and a lot of times no words. No, like literally I'm listening to the song. It's awesome. You should hear it, right? But we don't actually say that. It's just understood. Yeah. Don't you think that adds value? It absolutely does. And there's a different, there's a different layer with music. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Like just so you look at the, <clears throat> geez, you look at the, the music, the lyrics, everything that's going on with it. Yeah. And it, and it, and it adds value, right? We sure does. Yeah. And so not only are you introducing somebody to a new song, isn't the point really that someone was thinking of you That's, and they thought that, is. that someone thought of you in a way that they thought you would like the song and they, they sent it to you. That, that's exactly right. You know, cause I know I, I grew up uh, listening to a lot more folk music and things like that. The more I've been hanging out with Hoffman here, the more it's, it's like this harder edge. It's like, yeah, it's like this heavy metal guy coming. I'm going to see that Metallica band. You know? like, I mean, you never thought you'd hear that. Not, not from you, no. All right. So these are Mark Sandboard's five questions that he recommends that we ask ourselves each week. What will I learn this week? What relationship will I improve this week? What problem will I address or avoid this week? And number four and five. Number four is what opportunity will I seize this week? And number five, how will I increase my value this week? So just a little thing I've been trying to do. I've been trying to journal a little bit more. That's great. Uh, I'm not usually successful. I've tried many times to journal. I have friends that journal successfully. I'm incredibly envious and jealous of people who journal. I find that when I do it, my thoughts become more lucid and um, uh, I, I get a little bit better in my practice uh, and a little more reflective. However, it's really hard for me to keep that routine. So anyway, I'm leveraging these five questions as a framework to help prompt me and give me um, motivation or at least something to write about. So if I don't know what I'm going to write about, but I know I want to journal, I'll pick one of these questions. I think that's perfect. And tell me, like, do you have this like by your bedside? How do you handle it? Like, I've tried everything. I've tried paper and pen. I've tried the... Um, rocket books i've tried uh remarkables um you know it actually is seems to be the one that's working the most and i'll let you ask me again in like two months but the one that seems to be working now is google docs google docs so that was a friend i said to my friend uh joe shout out to joe i said what are you using to journal so successfully and he said that google docs works because he can access it from anywhere and he can hyperlink and do all that stuff that's true and so he just has a tab and 
He has a document that he uses for his journal. So I've been trying that. I find that that is a lot easier. And I find that I am a person who thinks better when, when I type. Like I'm not really great at dictating. Like I, I couldn't, I couldn't dictate an essay or a paragraph, but I could definitely write it with my fingers on a keyboard. I could see that. So, um, y- any aspirations of journal? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I've, I've been trying, I had, like I said, the bedside, I have a journal on my bedside. I haven't touched it in like a couple weeks. Uh, as far as journaling. All right. You want to challenge each other to take one of these questions, even if it's weekly, just take one of the questions. Yeah, let's do it. And you can even put these in the past tense. What did I learn this week? What relationship did I improve this week? What problem did I address this week? What, what, what opportunity did I seize? How did I increase my value? And if you can't answer those questions, then you probably have to reframe what you're going to do the following week. That's right. I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on. I'm in. You want to do it? Yes. All right. So listeners, I challenge you to do the same. Either reflect on your previous week by putting these things sort of in the, the past tense mindset or reflect on and project for the coming week with what you intend to do. And then, you know, the kind of the cool thing would be if you project for what you want to do in the coming week, how will I? You can actually go back at the end of the week and evaluate yourself. Yeah, I, I think that's perfect. All right. So you're in? I'm in. I'm All in. Right. So uh, readers, or li- yeah, readers, listeners, we encourage you to do the same. That's right. Uh, and um, we'll do a follow-up episode maybe in a couple weeks. I think that sounds perfect. All right, deal. What do you say we wrap this up? Yeah, so thanks for listening to Lead On with Greg and Mark. In the meantime, let's make it a great day and innovate. Where do we need to innovate, Mark? The USA. Hit me with that music. Oh, hit the music, yeah. Here we go, baby. There it is. There it is. Here comes the claps.